Hey, it's Kaz. Welcome back to the Our Journey podcast. And for this week's episode, we have Marcus Perez here today. How's it going, Marcus? What's good, man? How's it going? Going pretty good. So, so basically today, um, we're here to talk about what we usually talk about, you know, diving into some similar things about basically, uh, where you, where we're, where you're currently are, um, parts of where I'm currently at. Um, but also finding a way to connect all those things, uh, to talk about where you want to be. So you can start off, uh, like, where are you from? Where were you born? You know, what's a little bit of your story? Ah, it's a crazy story. Okay, well, first, I was born in uh, Fort Stewart, Georgia. Okay. My mom and dad, both in the Army at the time. They just had my brother about two years ago. Mm -hmm. So, you know, roughly still new to parenting and everything like that. Uh, I was born, stayed there for about a month. They were just there on a, um, I think it was like a one-year like assignment, something yeah. like that. They were stationed, yeah, stationed there for like a year or so. Mm-hmm. I came out of nowhere. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> you just came in the picture. I just came in the picture out of nowhere. Um, moved around, went to like Florida. Stayed yeah. with like my, my grandma down there. Okay. And then found a place in Arizona. We stayed there for a little bit. I think until like, I want to say second grade. Okay. So yeah, I was there for roughly like the first half of my so, life. So some of your like earliest memories. Come yeah, from that earliest that's memories been... come from there. Um, okay. That's where I started soccer. Met a lot of friends. And you know, it's just all been you know, it's been chill for me ever since then. Um, I actually went to Germany mm-hmm. after Arizona, and Arizona was at first it was nice. I loved it. I enjoyed it. I had friends. Mm-hmm. And then I started seeing, like, how the world really worked at a young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, life turned to shit in about <laughs> probably, like, last last year last Arizona. Year? Pretty bad. Okay. Summer was not the best thing. Mm-hmm. That's, like, probably, like I said before the podcast, I could probably talk for, like, an hour. About all the things that happened. About all the things that happened. Some things I probably shouldn't put out in public. But, again... Just shit that happened that yeah. I really hate talking about. For sure. But um, it's I think the things that I hate the most about my life, I think that definitely pushed me and thrived me to become a better person. You know, I think mm-hmm. that's what made me different from I think a lot of people that I associate myself with. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not huge on smoking. Mm-hmm. Not like huge. smoking weed. Or? Yeah, like just okay. smoking weed, just smoking in general. Like I'm not huge on like taking drugs. I'm not huge on like. What about drinking? Drinking, yeah, so not all, huge. All the anything substance, basically. Yeah, I mean drinking. Drinking is definitely something I do from time to time. Yeah, like it's. But it, it's the over the overdoing of it. Yeah, that you're basically I think, like yeah, it's the overdoing. Yeah. I think, and just I've never spent a single dollar on alcohol mm-hmm. or marijuana or any type of uh, smoking substance. So, and I know a lot of people like in our school that they <laughs> at, probably at spend. Age, oh, yeah, yeah, they probably spend at least thousand dollars by now yeah the way i see it no it's remarkable because um i yeah. remember uh, i moved uh here from i think some of the people that listen to the podcast already know this but i moved here from florida after my freshman year so the summer going into my sophomore year um i moved back here from florida and, yeah. and now that i look back like i look at a lot of people i knew in florida mm-hmm. from during that time and people that were that i thought were like really like on it with their stuff and just like like people that you would never have suspected to oh, like yeah. go down the Definitely. wrong paths yeah. went down the wrong paths. And I'm not always just saying that like, oh, because you go and smoke because you drink, you're going down the wrong path. But no. I mean people that had so much going for them, but then they chose to like they take chose, up, yeah, they, they, chose. they chose to like become 
like how do I put it? Overwhelmed, like yeah. I don't know, like they they choose to overdo it basically. Yeah, they do. You know, I think that I think that correlates into like your stress. I think. Oh yeah. At home is also another thing. I just think it's also thing. just. I think you act a certain way for a long time, mm-hmm. and nothing really has motivated you or pushed you to drive to be better. And mm-hmm. I think you always just want to try something different, and it gives you a change. It really does give you change. You know, smoking everything. It has a That's huge true. impact on change, but a lot of times people see that as a positive, but in reality, it's just a negative. That's true. And it really is. In all honesty, like some things, like I say for like smoking weed, like some things, you know how they're they're doing with medical and stuff now. Like yeah. they're finding some of the things it can be pretty helpful, mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time, just the way our society's built, it doesn't really help you by doing those yeah, things no. because yeah, like it might alleviate stress and all those those certain things. But at the same time, a lot of jobs take drug tests. There's a lot of stuff in that world where it's like when you when you have to when you're trying to go hold a job, is it really worth it to oh, yeah. to do this for this like uh, this feeling mm-hmm. that you get this effect? Um, yeah. When you're trying to like you know support yourself and make money, in sure. my opinion, I'm I think it's not obviously. No, it's not. If you're really trying yeah. to be self-supportive, it's it's not worth it. Um, True. So, I definitely can respect people that. Um, like yourself, you know, you're saying like I don't, I just choose not to do it at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I have done it. Yeah. I have tried it. But you, you're saying from 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 learning those experiences, from learning those experiences, that you don't want to continue. I don't it. want to continue doing yeah. that. I've probably smoked. I'll admit it, maybe five times mm-hmm. in my life now. Uh, once alone, four times with friends. One of those times it was edibles. So I have. It's not just that I've smoked and I've said no to it. I've also tried edibles. Yeah. So, and I kind of understand, like, why people do it. It does make you feel good. It does, like, give you the kind of, like, that push. It, and it kind of, like, makes you feel like, holy shit, I can do whatever the fuck I yeah, want. Yeah, because there's no... It gives you confidence. It, it, yeah, because it, it takes away any kind of... That little voice in your head yeah. that's stress. It takes all that away. Yeah, and you're does. just, like, you just go off instinct and what yeah. you know. So, you I, just, I can definitely see yeah. why people... Like, I can see why, time. but at the same time, that's just something I don't want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that the decisions I make do not impact me in a bad way, mm-hmm. especially with the fact that I am wanting to go to college. Yeah, that's so you got you got to stay disciplined, stay on track with your stuff. Yeah. And I'm sure. not I'm not like many other people that they probably have like scholarships. They probably play sports, and that's probably why they take it mm-hmm. for um, pain relief and everything like that. For me, that's nothing that I have. Mm-hmm. For me. Um, I'm just going to be going to college off of my education, off of my grades and everything, so I don't have the privilege as many people do with scholarship-wise sure. and offers and everything. You so know that you have to be more I have to be on more it than, than, most people. It than most people. Because mm-hmm. I don't have any leverage for the school. I don't gotcha. have anything to give to the school except for, let me come here, let me get my education, let me get my degree, and then let me get out of your business. Yeah. That's, that's my way of saying So a question I have for you is, uh, last week when I was talking to Christian, you probably, I don't know if you heard that, uh, episode, but when I was talking to him, cause he's in the military as well. And, um, something I'm wondering is in the military life, like, I understand that you're transitioning from a lot of places. Like I used to mm-hmm. be in Georgia, Arizona. Is there still a sense of it being similar? Because I feel like you're going on base, you're, you're in <clears throat> military towns and military bases, maybe military schools. So everybody can kind of relate on that level. Cause like when I was in Florida, the reason, the, my challenge with, with coming back to Washington uh, was because, like, when I was in Florida, I wasn't in, like, a military place. I was in a yeah. place where, like, when I was there, I grew up around everybody. Everybody had grown up around each other. It was very community sense. And when I came here, 
to um, to Stilicum, a lot of people from military, everybody had come from different places, so it wasn't that same sense of togetherness. Um, so is it that way wherever you go? Actually, no. Ways? Surprisingly, it was not. Um, I think when I was first born, I think mm-hmm. spending that first couple of months in Georgia, I don't really remember anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I moved to Arizona, the plan was with my mom and dad was that they couldn't support themselves on their own. And my mom wanted to go back into school. Mm-hmm. And my dad also wanted to go back into school, but they couldn't do it at the same time. They just couldn't support that for my brother and I. Yeah. And my mom was indeed a high school dropout. She came from a small town in Montana, so she didn't really get a lot of um, values. And her, her parents, I will never call my grandparents. I hate them to this day. Mm-hmm. And I know I don't hate a lot of people. I don't like using that word, but that's definitely for them a word I would describe seeing how they treated us in Arizona when we first moved there. Because when we first moved to Arizona, my mom and my dad decided that my dad would go take a job in Iraq. Iraq or Afghanistan, I don't know. He, he would yeah. go take a job there. Uh, he got paid a lot each month. And the idea, the plan was that we would live off of that, we, that they would put money, savings, college, everything like that. That was the plan. But the plan was like my dad would stay there for maybe like five years, mm-hmm. tops. And when they first moved to Arizona, the reason for that was for my mom to go live with her parents on her side, of course. Yeah. And so living there, I experienced a lot of things that a child should not experience, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, so you, seeing family that I thought I could love and trust. So you, you think that based on those things that you've seen and you've experienced, you, do you think you have a different level of maturity compared yes. to maturity and, and perspective compared to most people yes. our age? I, I, I think so. I think so. And I know many people would probably disagree saying, oh, you don't know my fucking life and everything. Yeah. But I think in reality, I've seen a lot worse and I've had to listen to a lot worse things than what most people mm-hmm. in Washington have to. And it really just irritates me that there are people that live in DuPont that talk about how their lives suck. Oh, this and that. And but they, like, they don't understand. They don't understand fully, like, well, how their life is. Like, they have it good. Yeah. Well, because there's a, there's a saying, to be honest with you, that goes, um, I'm trying to remember. It's, uh, everybody has a sob story. Yeah. Because the truth is, everybody has, even if you come from the most privileged mm-hmm. and well-off family, everybody has some kind of story to tell about the stuff that they've seen and the trouble they went through and it's not to downplay yours or yeah. anybody else's it's just under yeah it's like you said it's understanding that majority of a lot of people haven't seen certain yeah. things um so when you it's like when you try to complain and when you when you have to go be around those people like friends with those people um you just it's hard because mm-hmm. it's like man like these people i almost feel like because I understand what you're saying. Like, sometimes it's like, I almost feel like I am, like, this 25-year-old that's hanging out with teenagers sometimes. Yeah. You, gotta, you get what I mean by no, that? Yeah, I Obviously, I'm not. But, not. but just like, because some of the things I've seen, maybe you've seen, mm-hmm. it makes you, like, have a different perspective. And then, um, yeah. All right, but moving on from that, um, now that we've talked about uh, kind of where you're from, you know, a little bit of your backstory and also some of your pretty uh, heavy opinionated um, ideas on some things like we talked about, you know, with, with smoking and drinking. But my, my opinion on how I feel about doing it, not yeah. my opinion, not discouraging others. If you want to do it, it's your choice For at sure. the end of the day. 
at this age, I feel like, too, mm. it's not, like, something where... It, I feel yeah. like once you get to 18, regardless mm-hmm. of your maturity level, it, we it, do have a is. set age to where it's like, okay, this is your choice if this you want to do choice. certain things or not. And, and it's not like we've been informed about what can happen. Like, people have constantly told us throughout our lives what can happen if we go down those exactly. paths. So if you choose to do it, that's fine. Yeah. There are people that I know that do it a lot, but they still manage, like, to maintain, maintain themselves. They still manage, like, to keep it's themselves in check. Some people can, like... Yeah. Like, but, I, got, um, I got a friend that I know. Mm-hmm. He does it just about every day. It's remarkable. And I've I've been over to his house. I've slept over at his house a couple of times because, you know, he has such a nice family. Yeah. And I know that his family doesn't like him doing it. They don't like him being around people that do it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I don't think they realize that this is a guy that he, he can keep himself in check. Like, yeah, he may do it for the fun and enjoyment. Maybe he does it because he's in pain. Maybe he just does it because it makes him have a better time than what he could be having. But at the same time, I understand that he's a guy that's going to go to college, mm-hmm. probably play some football, probably still use it because that's what college And that might do. in the end, something like that he views as mm-hmm. small because, wow, I can I can control this, I can maintain yeah. it, might be a, a potentially a downfall because like we talked about. It the might be, but, but I, I, I got, I got yeah, you know, I think he knows what he's doing. Yeah, you don't want to ever have and to. And hopefully one day his parents can look back and be like, he knew what he was doing. For sure. He's on the right path. But, um, so something i want to talk about is since we know like like i said before where you've come from um how did you get here to where you're at right now and still come in washington like how did that all play out (laughs) (laughs) so i think that has to start back in germany Um, i spent three years in germany i met new people there had some old friends from arizona be there um some tragic stuff happened i think some stuff happened there that i would like not to talk about Mm -hmm. i think Javae might know. I think I told Javae a while back, back in like freshman year. And for you, for those of you who don't know Javae, it's it's uh somebody that we know that uh, goes goes to our school. Yes, a close friend. Yes, he is. Um, haven't been close lately though. I think just because we don't really see each other anymore, which is crazy to think about. But it's remarkable time, how like well of friends you can be with people, but then drift away. You know? Yeah, it, it's, it's crazy just life. And that's something like, uh, it's funny. I remember you saying this earlier. Um, just about like the changes and the things that you saw like the reality of life as you got older because I can relate so much on that is just like seeing as I got older like wow like the way people act you know what I mean it's not just that I think if we go back on that for a little bit I think it's just I was exposed to so much as a kid that I Mm -hmm. shouldn't have been I think I'm just gonna like kind of cleat through it a little bit I've witnessed um, my parents they are divorced now. They still live together as friends because they are best friends because they've known each other. So That's after my mom dropped out in high school, mm-hmm. my dad tried college, couldn't work it. He didn't under- fully understand college at the time because he was from Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. So he's not, he is a U.S. citizen. He joined the army though, same time as my mom. They met, you know, and they became best friends. So they were at a very young age where I think they weren't ready to have kids but I think they were put in that predicament and they had the choice to either move on or fight through it and they chose to fight through it and a lot of stuff happened I was exposed to a lot of stuff when my dad came back and my mom left to go back into the army Mm. and I think watching those things unveil um, was definitely not something I should have seen at the time Mm. I think I was too young to understand and I think as time went on and time now I think being exposed to that 
made me a better person. It made me see the world. It made me understand, like, hey, I don't want to end up like that. I don't want to yeah. end up like those kind of people. And I think it made you make more, be more confident with the, be more confident. The and it made me made. also make better choices. I think yeah. because seeing how they both unfolded. And it I mean, basically shows you what I like, what not to do. What not to do. Yeah. I think. And I know, like, many people they look at their parents and think, oh, I want to be like them. But I think my parents never want to hear me say that. I think they want to hear me say, I don't want to be like you. And I, and it's true. I don't want to be like them. Mm-hmm. And it's not because it's a negative thing. It's a positive thing. And I think that's what... And a parent... I feel like a parent that's... Uh, how do I put this? That's had a negative impact? No, not, not that. A, a, good, a good parent should be able to recognize mm-hmm. that if they've made mistakes, that, you know, like... If your kid says like it, you know, like you said, well, I want to be like my you. parent wants me. My, yeah, my parent wants me to say I want to be like me. But like, if 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 your parent knows they've made certain yeah. choices that might not be the greatest, then I you mean, should you should want yeah. them not to necessarily be like you. Yeah, Why do you think is, a lot of people say, "Hey, when I have kids, I want them to not have to go gone through what I have gone through"? Exactly. Because you don't want your kids to have the same yeah, experiences, exactly. the same. And then there's no growth. Your mm-hmm. family. That's why generationally a lot of uh, things stay the same because people do just end up following, hey, my dad did this, so I did it. And then my yeah. son did what I did and took on the certain, you know, the yeah. same traits. And, it's, and there's no growth from it. That's exactly. why people just, it's just static, yeah. static yeah. growth. And there's, I think at the time when I was younger, mm-hmm. I think my mom and dad would both agree that they made very bad decisions, whether it was where we lived, um, what they had to do. But everything came with a reasoning, and I see that now. I think there was there was times when, like, I wouldn't see both of my parents for months, and I would be like, why is this a thing? Like, why can't I see you? Mm-hmm. And it, I think now, when I'm older, I start to realize, like, that had to be the way. Like, that had to happen so that I can have the life I have right now. Because uh, when my mom went back to school for the Army to be in the medicals, she went to medical school to join the Army again. Really? To become a surgical tech. That was her goal. And so that's what led us to go to Germany to live at Heidelberg, which I love. I love it all. I love living in Germany. I love the atmosphere and the experience. Mm -hmm. And I think if I had the choice to go back, I wouldn't. Because I think there was a lot of negatives that also happened in Germany that made me better when I came here. Yeah. And I think that was a huge thing about me. I think growing up was that I would not want to be a kid again. I think there was a lot of negatives in my life. That yeah. Now, now you're kind of like, you're more ready for the next stage. Of I'm life. more ready for the next stage because you because you know it, it's it's mm-hmm. the choices that you're making now. It's hopefully going to lead to better results yes. for your for long term. Yes. And that's a good I thing. I, I think, like you said, you said everything happens for a reason. Like sometimes it's better to have that. Wow, like tomorrow looks really bright yesterday was pretty was pretty dim but why yeah. do i need to look at yesterday the no, past no, is exactly. in the pa- the future is what's in front mm-hmm. the future is what you have to face tomorrow the past if you think about it has already happened mm-hmm. so there is no point to dwell and most people that dwell no, yeah. on the past don't go anywhere oh yeah exactly. you know what i mean i feel even that. if they had a great past they don't go anywhere because they're always dwelling exactly they you never know? look at the future and i think i think my mom was definitely a huge inspiration Mm-hmm. But not in the way that many people would think of their parents. Like I've said, in the, like I've said before, um, I don't want to be like my parents. And I know if they hear that, they're happy with that because they understand why, and they don't want me to be like them. 
Yeah. They want me to be better than them. And I think that's the biggest thing that if a parent can say to the kid, that's is the biggest impact they can huge. have in a positive huge, way. Yeah, for sure. Because I don't think a, a parent should never want their kid to be like them. They should always want their kid to be better than them. Mm-hmm. So that's how I think my mom sees it. Because we've had talks about that in the past. And it's been... We've had many sad talks about my past and about my mom's past and about how I had her better because of her sacrifices, such as her going back into the army so that she can get the um, the GI Bill for me and my brother and my sister for college. That was the main reason why she went back into the army. Not because I think she wanted to Not be self-interest. a certain interest. Not self-interest. I mean, there was some self-interest. Well, everybody gonna, has it to a point, yeah, but basically, gonna, like, I want my kids to mm-hmm. have opportunity. That, I think that was the main goal. And I think her yeah. secondary goal was that I want to be a surgical, surgical tech because mm-hmm. that's what she loves doing, being in the medical field. So I think when she was given that opportunity to go back to school, she took that opportunity. But I think in the long run, she saw, I want to be able to work for this many years, no matter how my body takes it. And I want to be able to retire Yeah. with the GI Bill in hand so that my kids can have a better future so they don't have to go into the army so they don't have to take these really crappy jobs during college or even just have to rely on scholarships that they have the opportunity that I never had I think that's what and really the opportunity to go do what they want because all those mm-hmm. things you just talked about are called in my mind job like you said jobs that you have to take up because you have to and that's mm-hmm. the key word is you have to because you think about it um yeah the biggest thing, like, we all know, like, the biggest thing with going to college isn't so much that, hey, this is just better. It's it's the key word, and there's better opportunity because it opens doors yeah. to be like, okay, I don't know, my, I don't necessarily know what I want to do yet, but I have multiple options now, exactly. that I'm, now that I'm in a place that predominantly focuses on mm-hmm. careers. I mean, that's why you're there. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, you, would you say, um, like, let's say, where are you at right now? I guess we could talk about that, like, in terms yeah, of, yeah. we know we're both in our senior year, what, yeah. sc- you know, like, what kind of schools are you looking at? Uh, I applied to PLU, WSU, I've been finishing my applications for Eastern Washington, nice. Puget Sound University, you know, I'm just trying to stay in the state of Washington, I'm a Washington resident, so that's the first thing I have to recognize. Yeah. Is that being a resident in Washington, with the GI Bill, I can go to school for free, mm-hmm. it gets paid for. And on top of that, I do get money for going to school. So that money can go towards my living expenses. That can go towards food. My plan is with that money, it's probably put, it's like twelve fifty, So maybe like 300 a month. I put into a savings account. I save that up. I get the interest rate. I just keep that money in that account for the next three years of going to school. And if I can finish my first three years of college, that last year to get my, God, what is it called? Your four year degree. Four year degree? Yeah. The bachelor's? Bachelor's. Yeah. If I get my bachelor's degree, that fourth year is going to be solely based on the money that I've accumulated. That's because I, I get three years of college for free. Yeah. And that goes with the GI Bill. So the fourth year, you're going to have to pay for yourself. Well, I'm not going to try to just waste all my money and then mm-hmm. just hope that I can get by. If I have an opportunity to save money over time, then why not take that opportunity? For sure. Why not do that? Why not make the smart choice? And I think 100% if you talk to a lot of kids nowadays, I think they would say, ah, oh, my parents pay for it. Or yep. <laughs> I'll just I'll just wing it and get a job. Mm-hmm. But I think growing up, seeing what I've had to see. You know you have to you have to plan strategically. I have to plan strategically. I always have a plan for a lot of things. I'm not saying that like to be like 
some badass. Like, no, it's oh, just it's like, no, it's, it's smart just, because it's smart. Yeah. Honestly, what you're saying is a big reason why I made this podcast because I feel like a lot of people, not even just necessarily just our age, but mm-hmm. a lot of people, whether could be a few years younger than us, a few years older than us when you're a young adult, or even people in their late twenties, early thirties, don't um, they don't focus enough on what is next. You know, it, oh, yeah. not necessarily. You don't have to go make this jump into like, okay, I have a strategic plan, and uh, like you said, I'm going to go do three years here. I'm going to work and save the money up, and not to the, even that level, but just to have a basic plan. Because some people, yeah. it just seems like they just wake up and they do whatever happens. You know? Yeah. And I just see like in my life experiences, mm-hmm. I've just seen that leads to nothing good. Because at the end yeah. of the day, you're like looking back and you're like, wow, like you know, I wasted a lot of time. And, that is true. and it's not to explain like oh well people should know what they want to do career because we're still young a lot of people don't exactly. know but putting yourself in a position to where you're at least trying to line yourself up mm-hmm. with maybe what you're interested in that's what to me what it's all about and I feel like doing this like how I'm doing with this with you right now and just talking about this stuff it just helps people want to you know like I said start thinking at least a lot of people don't want to think about it you know just at least start thinking about what you're interested in and yeah. then as you get older you'll start setting plans in place and, and things will line things will line themselves up you know? true. no you're right on that but I think we got off topic um, going back to how <laughs> going back to how I got here yeah in Washington I uh, came from Germany mm-hmm. um, Germany had a huge in, 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 uh, huge impact on me it mm-hmm. did and I think when I came here I think I was kind of like the quiet kid I think a lot of people in 5th grade would understand that I came here in 5th grade mm-hmm. um, I went to Salters Point Elementary School. I think a lot of people will remember that elementary school. A lot of people here, yeah. A lot of people remember that and understand that those were pretty fun times, I think, for a lot of us. Just because we were still kids. Carefree. Yeah, we were carefree. We didn't have a lot of responsibilities other than probably take out the trash. (laughs) And that was probably it. But, like, I think some of us, we probably looked at each other and were like, why are they so serious? Why are they, like... Why they like that. And it's mm-hmm. probably because of, like, my experience For sure. when I was a kid. I had to grow up, I think, younger than what I should have been. Yeah. And I think that's also why I was kind of quiet at first. And I did swear a lot. I will not lie. I was a loud mouth. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think probably, I think I keep in touch with one kid from my fifth grade. And that's mm-hmm. DeAndre Means. He was in my fifth grade class. Um, I think he actually had an afro at the time. <laughs> I can't remember, but, like, I still remember, like, he was, like, one of the first kids I met. I didn't really become friends with him. Um, I rode the bus because I live in DuPont when we first got here. Mm-hmm. And that's where I met a guy by the name of Jaden McMillan. Uh, he goes by J-Mac. He actually goes to Lakes now. Really wish the guy came here to Silicon. Would still be fun with him. Mm-hmm. It still is fun. Miss him, though. Uh, he was the first person I met uh, here in Washington. So... I think he had a huge influence on who I hung out with when I was a kid, which is where I met other people such as Jaden Colson, Caleb Colbert. Um, I didn't met I didn't meet Robert Lingenfelter yet. I met him in middle school in eighth grade just because he never went to our school. He went to Man, I believe, in middle school. Mm-hmm. So and then just meeting him later on, he's now one of my closest friends. Uh, that's how I met a lot of people though was because of the guy Jaden McMillan. I think if I never met Jaden McMillan, I probably wouldn't have the friends that I have today and I would probably sometimes it only in a takes situation yeah sometimes it only takes one person mm-hmm. to uh, especially like you said when you're that kind of introverted yeah. I can see it sometimes it just takes one person to open you up to a whole new oh, yeah. 
world of, of people yeah. that you know. Yeah, and I'm I'm very thankful for meeting him, and I think I I owe him a lot. So I think I'm missing something. Here. You went to elementary school here, yes. right? When were you in Arizona? Was this so, in between all of this? So yeah, so Arizona was probably I think it was there for till second grade. <coughs> mm-hmm. But the thing with Arizona was it was so tough for me because I went from Arizona. I went from I think I went to seven different school districts in Arizona. We always had to move because we always never really had the money because mm-hmm. my dad wouldn't send all the money at once. Like, he tried to put in the same accounts, and my mom kind of... My mom. Uh, for the longest time, though, I remember that in one of the school districts that we went to, my mom actually worked as the lunch lady. She worked as one of the lunch ladies just because we needed the extra money at the time. Mm-hmm. And I know my dad... I know I said that my dad got paid a lot, but we never always got that amount of money. money. My dad always held on to it. Yeah. Uh, so savings like account. he wouldn't send it type of thing? Yeah. Well, it's not that he just wouldn't send it. It's also that he just didn't have the time to send it either. Or he needed it for his own reasons as yeah. well. So, and I can fully understand that. And uh, just his side of the family, I think they've always been more uh, reliant, I think, on him. Mm. They relied more on him to help them with stuff. His, uh, where is he from again? He's uh, from Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Yeah. So, did he? are you saying he had to help support some of his family mm. back in... Oh, yeah. Well, not just from there as well, just, like, family members that he's close with, like his brother, his sister, his mom, also mm-hmm. needed help. So he was kind of, like, the man of the house because um, his dad wasn't always there either, yeah. uh, especially when they came here to the States. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not going to – that's my dad's, you know, story. Yeah, I, I don't want to expose him, you know, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to say stuff and then go home and have my dad be like, I found this fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, and yeah. it's not. This isn't like, you know, it's not really an exposing thing. It's no. just, it's just, but it, it's it, a way of, of getting. I feel mm-hmm. like a weight off your back because it's like this is something I want to share to, to yeah. maybe help people out there that can relate. True, but again, yeah. it is my dad's stuff. It's my dad's personal business. Yeah, I sure. know of, and I don't want to like yeah, put that out there. Stick but, to yeah, my stick with me and my yeah. story. Uh, my mom worked as a lunch lady yep. for one of the districts, so I remember that growing up, and I remember seeing her every day, mm-hmm. and I remember just like. It, it's always a different vibe because you know kids always talk trash about for teachers sure. I could ima- imagine. I imagine so hearing some of the age, stuff that yeah. those kids were saying about my mom, yeah, was pretty bad, and I for didn't sure. like it. And I did get into some fights because of that. And I don't fight nowadays for fun. I know kids fight for fun. Kids want to fight. I'm a guy who doesn't want to fight because I have fought before, and I'm just saying like, again, maturity wise. No. Fighting doesn't lead anything good. Yeah. Even if there's a reason to fight, if it's not life and death, there's, For there's sure. really no reason. Unless you're defending your own personal yeah. safety, it's like, it's just, all it is is a... It's just another way to get in trouble. Yeah, and it's a way of releasing your anger, but it's not True. a good way of releasing it. It's not a good it, way, no. Because you're just going to, so, like you said, get yourself yeah. in a worse position. Yeah. So, yeah, but, you know, the point is, um, my mom worked a lot when I was younger and yeah. from Arizona that had happened. to do what you had to do seven seven schools districts in Arizona alone <clears throat> um, I think it was we did bounce around from Arizona to Texas I think three times mm-hmm. we went back to Texas so it was like Arizona then we went to Texas then Arizona then Texas then Arizona then Texas that's then a came lot back of Arizona. bouncing yeah it was <laughs> it was bouncing around and the whole reason of that was because we had a real estate agent in Texas a long time friend of my mom's from high school He'd always try to get us in, like, this, these houses that were so good and everything. We get there, 
not the same thing, not what we were expecting. So then we had to move back. My mom, I think, because my mom was not ready or matured enough, I think she just wasn't, because she lived in a small town. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't really exposed to a lot that I was exposed to. Um, I think she didn't really grasp that adulthood because she, I mean, she did. She had a. She didn't, she didn't understand, like, maybe understand what she was doing, how it was yeah. affecting you. Is that what you mean? Not just that. I think she just wasn't ready for a lot of stuff like I, I don't, like she had to learn because her parents there's a whole story there um i think she became she had to become an adult i think at the age of 15 because mm-hmm. she did start working at 15 she had to pay for her own car she had to get up go to school everything do her she thing had, she had to pay for everything on her own yeah so there would be nights where she wouldn't even see her parents and they wouldn't even make food for her she would have to just wow. get food from where she worked mm-hmm. i remember her telling me that just thinking like man i'm so lucky like i can still come home when I'm 17 or when I'm 18 or I'm still going to be living there like my first four years of college because they, they let me and I get to just come home and I'll probably see my mom making food for me and just thinking that she never had that is just sure. a crazy experience. You gotta, always got to it's crazy for <coughs> always got to count your blessings for yeah, sure. Definitely. But coming here to Washington though mm-hmm. um, you know so I wasn't really fond with just talking to people mm-hmm. and I did have a loud mouth I think I think that, you know, meeting, again, meeting J-Mac opened up a lot of different friends for me. Yeah. I think those friends I definitely did stuck by come in middle school. Mm-hmm. And I was exposed to a lot in middle school as well. And there's a lot that people maybe didn't recognize about me. Like, I wasn't someone that would always hang out every day or every weekend. And there's, and there's always, like, I'm probably the one person in my group who doesn't act the same. Everybody can act differently and funny and everything and sometimes I feel like I don't I'm not part of that group just because I think I'm more mature than them Mm -hmm. and I'm also not in the position that they are in because if you know some of my friends they they're going through a lot of shit yeah their own troubles their own troubles their own stuff and you know maybe they haven't made smartest decisions but the I, I admire them for the fact that they still continue on and not giving up in life that they still continue and that they don't see those as negatives they just see them as nothing for sure and they just still live by positives because people can always judge you from mm-hmm. the outside in terms of oh like your life accomplishments yeah. but i i feel like <clears throat> at this age with like said because just growing up can be just hard you know like everybody has different parents and different homes they got to come to every night i think one of the biggest things could be persistence if you have that that's to me is, is one of the most respectable traits because mm-hmm. it's like you're showing, like you said, whatever, you, whatever you're going through, you can get through. Like, I'm still going to wake up tomorrow. I'm still going to go do my thing. I'm still going to yep. continue down this path. Because I feel like a lot of people at this age, you know, like, if you have all the accomplishments in the world, it's not always because of you. Exactly. Um, it, it can come from other people it's, as well. It can come from other people, and a lot of times it's parents. Like, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> um, like I, most I, of the time if you're, like, the A student, yeah, it's been because your parents have helped you get into that gifted programs. Get you, you know, they've pushed education on you most true. of your life. If you're the athlete, same thing, just it, opposite side. Your parents have pushed, hey, go work out today. Hey, I'm putting you in the sport. Hey, make sure you don't miss practice today. It's it's all comes down to that. So if you're right. someone that didn't have a lot of direction growing up, I feel, and your parents, like you said, maybe you're like bouncing. It's like mm-hmm. you can't really expect somebody like that to go be like the, you know, 30 uh, medals and awards and oh, yeah. posters in their room. It's like it's not. It's just not a reality. It's not, it's not a reality. I mean, it is possible though. It's possible. It depends on but I what say, you've seen. 
but I'd, I'd say it's more so possible, like what we talked about earlier, for future. Because oh, yeah. why, for yourself, like you said, why is tomorrow so much more exciting than what I've already been through is because you understand that the possibilities are almost limitless. You know, it's like, I could go do this, I could go do that. Like, yeah. there's so much out there that's still waiting for me. I just have to go take, to go, take hold of take it. Take advantage of it. Exactly. exactly. But, so, and I think that going on that, mm-hmm. there is a lot for me to do. There is a lot that I can do. Yeah. I just choose not to. And I feel like I have this same day-to-day routine. Yeah. And it's well, not that, because... To it's, a point, it's just like yeah. that at this age. I mean, yeah. We're still, you know, mm-hmm. as most of the people listening know, we're, we're still finishing out. We're literally in our, in our last semester of high school. So everybody's kind of in this panic mode right. about where am I going to school? What am I going to do for just, a job? I'm just trying am to I finish, going to the military? I'm yeah. just trying to finish my fucking senior presentation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just, just a bitch right I now. feel that. But like... Going back on what you talked about, like, with the routine, like, with me having a routine. Yeah, it, it feels very routinish right now. It is. Because we and don't have a lot of We don't have a lot of to do. things to do. And I can go do a lot of things if I really wanted to. Yeah. But at the same time, it's, will my parents be okay with that? Will exactly. they let me? You know, and do I is, have... it, is it a good idea to go do it right Exactly. Now? Is it the safest choice? Is it even the right choice? Is it even a good choice? And a lot of times when I look at stuff that I can do, I'm like... I got my 20s, you know. Exactly. But you also got to have the mindset going into your 20s of, okay, I got to be able to take risks. Because if if, if anything, anything that's worthwhile out there, it's going to be risky. Something I think I made a mistake on earlier Mm. in my life was I always tried to find, like, hey, what's, like, a guaranteed thing I can get on and just, like, go and dominate? And there's really no such thing, you know? If if people that have become great at whatever they do have been able to see something and say, hey, I'm going to take this and put my own spin on it, like my own kind of originality. Oh, yeah. Those people that become great, you know, you never can just go out there and kind of, like, be guaranteed success Mm -hmm. with anything. So, like you said, 20s, if you're able to really hone in and just stay on your stuff, you can accomplish a lot. And life, you know, we say life is short, but you really think about it from where we're at or even somebody who might be in their 20s or 30s listening yeah. you still have so many i mean you're 20 years old right 10 years from there that's a whole decade of your life you're only 30 10 years from that you're only 40 and exactly. it, it's like that's a lot of time i that mean I, a decade ago from where we're at think about how much different life was totally different it is and you think about 10 years from now and you're still you're still pretty young yeah you know oh yeah you, you definitely are and i think i think my long plan though is that i definitely I don't want to like rush anything in my twenties. I still yeah. want to live the life out. I still want kind to have experiment, that and test yeah. some stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that yeah, either. Exactly. It's the best time to do that, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, if you can do it at this age to to a point, like we talked about, only to an extent, obviously, because it, it is kind of limiting still. Yeah. It's a frustrating thing about being a senior in high school. Um, yeah. But it's getting to that point. I'm slowly starting to see <clears throat> that you can you can go do what mm-hmm. you want. Like this podcast I'm doing. I would not have done this a couple of years ago. Oh, hell I was so wrapped up into I'm in high school. I got what is what is everybody else doing in yeah. terms of like sports? You know, and I you, wasn't thinking of like what's something original that I can do yeah. myself. And I think that at I enjoy. The time you probably still big into basketball as well. Exactly, so that, that definitely had a major part in your life. Yeah, it had a huge part. And yeah. I, I don't knock any of those things. I'm just saying you're a product of your mm-hmm. your age and your time and what you've seen, what you've experienced. Um, exactly. I think, but going off of that, I yeah, think middle school. A lot of credit goes to J-Mac, again, mm-hmm. because he introduced me to a lot of people in elementary school that I took over in middle school. Mm-hmm. And that's the crazy part about Stellicum School District, is that that I can look right now at, a, like, 
if you showed me the whole senior class lined up, you know, everybody, you know, from alphabetical order, or even just everybody just standing in the whole crowd, I can probably point out 95% of those people I knew from elementary school, from uh-huh. middle school, because that's how Stellicum School District has worked. Yeah. You go from middle school, and you live in this area of DuPont, Stellicum, and maybe some of Tacoma, mm-hmm. maybe some. And these people are always here. The only reason that you don't see them anymore is because they move away. Because, like, military. Because of military, exactly. Yeah. So, like, there are plenty of people that I know still. That have stayed. That have that I saw in elementary school yeah. or I saw in middle school. Mm-hmm. Because it's you go from elementary school, from, you know, Salter's Point, And if you live in a DuPont or a Stelicum, you go to Salter's Point. And then after that, it's Pioneer Middle School. And where is that? It's smack center, like right in the middle of DuPont. So everyone's going to go there next. Everybody's, everything's very in close proximity, for sure. Which is is amazing because a lot of times, you know. Everything's pretty spread. Yeah, there are people that in other, you know, states where go to elementary school and then middle school, it it feels like it's a whole new school. Oh, yeah. There's whole new people. Trust me, when I was in Florida, that's exactly how it was. But it was weird because at the Mm -hmm. same time, we had different middle schools, right? Different high schools. Yeah. But, like, when I went to high school, it was, like, a totally different world because, ha- like, it was, like, 50% of everybody that, that was entering went to my middle school, and the other 50% went to, like, the middle school down the road. Yeah. So, it was, it was in a way, though, it was kind of cool because it's, like, wow, like, I get to go to high school with people I already knew, and I'm making friends with people that oh, yeah. went to the middle school that I didn't go to. Oh, yeah. So, it's, like, a whole other crowd and group of people. We, and it's crazy because then in middle school, if people that went to Pioneer in 8th yeah. grade know, we had something called the um, promotional dance. And the whole reason for that, and it started, I still remember why, because at the time back then for Pioneer when it was made, Stellicum High School wasn't a thing yet. Mm-hmm. So it was the idea of they're never going to have a prom or like a homecoming together. So you have this dance after graduation. And for the 8th grade graduation, we actually did like this whole graduation ceremony thing. Yeah. Because that's the last time that those kids were ever together. Nowadays, you look at it, we do it more just for fun. And it's more just like a, a farewell, like a goodbye kind of for thing. For sure. And then three months later, you're going to probably see the same people at Stellick My School. Probably like 5% of people went to Lakes, I would say. Mm-hmm. Just 5%. So not too much. Because I could still, I can look at people and can be like, oh, that's so-and-so. Oh, that's so-and-so. Like, oh, I know this person because of that. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy to think about that in high school. But at the same time, though, there are new people that come in because of the military. And people have gone as well because of the military. But it's not like, it's not like, you know, half of the people are going to leave because they live to a closer high school. No, they still live in this small area of Stellicum and DuPont. And it's so amazing that that's how it is. Yeah. And <clears throat> for instance, you know, one of my friends, Joshua Ash, growing up back in like elementary school, I knew him because he was in my class. Sixth grade, I knew him, and then he left. So, so would you say, because I don't want to, I don't want to, um, yeah, you know, go too go too deep into that. But yeah. would, would you say that um, what you're saying with all that kind of shapes and impacts like how your friends have been made and how your social oh, environment definitely. has been made? Definitely. I think I think that's from what I'm getting. That's the point you're trying to make. Oh yeah, definitely. It's, yeah, it's also made an impact because it's like yeah, you know, you can make friends, but at the same time, people are going to be gone. People are going to leave. Yeah, but you then might you have also... like three friends. You went elementary school. Mm-hmm. Oh, I still know them, but then the other three are in. Omaha, Nebraska. I don't oh, yeah, know, definitely. like you know what I mean, like you know, and it's also the other thing of you can't really get too connected. With you, you can't ever hold on too tight. No. I think in whether, school, whether that's a 
a relationship mm-hmm. with a partner oh, yeah. or a, a good friend. It's just it's hard. You can't like no. literally, and it's, it's a sucky thing because you even think like, oh well, friend is a friend, right? Yeah. Relationship is still even that way. I can see why um, a lot of people I've met here. Uh, this is like the first one. Well, I mean, I've only gone to what I guess two high schools. We met. That's more than some people. We met when you came here. I yeah. Mean, but Once, I'm saying, like, yeah. it, other pla- like the places that I went to before, it was not like, like oh, yeah. the, the high school I went to right before, the, the year I moved here, I didn't, because I didn't go to this high school, I came here my junior year, mm-hmm. people were not, like, it wasn't that way, because it was very similar to, like, the school I was, where I was at in Florida, where people knew each other because they'd grown up with each other, so they weren't, like, this day one, like, oh, hey, what's your name, like, oh, what's up, when I came no, to yeah. Silicon, it was actually kind of cool to me, because I was like, well, I thought, after that year, sophomore year, I was like, man, this is about to suck. Like, I don't know anybody, and I'm, like, this late into school. Yeah. I came to Silicon, people were, like, social friendly, and I was like, wow. Yeah. It's because they have a relatable side, which is, mm-hmm. I've moved, I've lived in other places. Not everybody, no, yeah. but, but a majority, lot of people have, yeah, have, have yeah. been other places, and they understand that these connections aren't permanent, but we can do our best, try yeah. our best to try to make a connection, because mm-hmm. it's all we have at the end of the day. True. You know? And it's and at the end of the day, it's not our choice. You know, it's yeah. the parents' choice. And even then, half of the time, it's not even the parents' choice. It's the army. For sure. The and army think, decides where you're going to go. Exactly. And I think what it's... Because uh, I'm not military, but yeah. I think what it's taught me coming here and being around other people, when, when I personally was just in my own bubble thinking that this is just my own struggle, then I came here and I was like, wow, people are doing this on, like, every two years. You know, this is, like, their life. And I'm like, oh. Like, I thought, like, this was, like, a struggle, like I said. But I think um, yeah. it actually... What it's taught me, as I was saying, is that uh, it shows you that, like you said, it's with life. You can't really ever hang on to, to, to people like that, at least oh, yeah. not for a certain stage, because I think a lot of people don't figure that out till later. Mm-hmm. And when you figure it out later, ooh, it can be rough. Oh, yeah, to can. figure it out this early of an age helps you because it's like when you're in your 20s and you're going through life and you know your environments are changing all the time. It's like you understand that yeah. this is not permanent. This isn't like where I'm settling down mm-hmm. in on uh, 25th street and I have my house and I have kids like that's when things become more stabilized in terms of like I know my neighbor down the street you know I know the high school everything is very familiar yeah I I think just it's just part of what comes along with being a young adult is that you're going to be going to experience a lot of things there's going to be a lot of shifts and changes because you're trying to still discover yourself that is true so yeah I think in high school when I first came to the high school yeah. I understood that I know everyone mm-hmm. but at the same time though I know that people are going to come and people are going to go and I think a good example of a person like that was definitely a man by the name of Lance Hendricks yeah um, he was someone I believe he came freshman year uh-huh. and the whole reason why I met him was because he joined football we had we did like a sleepover kind of thing for football that night just to get to know the teammates better mm-hmm. I still remember that someone hit him I think it was Jave actually it might have been Jave actually <laughs> I don't know, Jave. You need to like help me out with that when I see you. But I think <laughs> Jave, I think Jave was responsible for getting a medicine ball, not a medicine ball, yoga ball, and throwing it at someone, <laughs> and it hits Lance, and he has a nosebleed, and so now he has like the little trash cans that we have around here, just his nose bleeding out, and it, to me it's just like holy shoot, like that actually happened. Yeah. And it's also that you know after he got hit, you know. The yoga ball. I think yeah. it was. I think it was by Jave, and that's how we. That's how everyone met him. Because at first, like we all like, who's this guy? Yeah, like, he's new. We don't know him. And he gets hit with a yoga ball. Now, like his nose is bleeding. 
at the sleepover for football. That was like his signature type of thing. That was like the signature thing that we all met him with. And it was like, holy yeah. shoot, who is this guy? And then we talked to him and we brought him in. And it wasn't really my group that I hang out with. It was mm-hmm. more specifically of, and if you guys know them, uh, Andrew Cherry, mm-hmm. uh, DeAndre Means, like that kind of group. Yeah. They kind of brought him in more. But I think at the same time, though, from football, he was also part of, you know, like me, Jaden Colson, Nathaniel Kirkwood, um, Robert Lingenfelter, you know, Caleb Colbert. You know, he became part of that group as well, of friends. And it's just crazy to think about. There really isn't no settled group of friends. Like, yeah, there are groups of friends. But it's not like we don't talk to each other. It's like, like subgroups. It's, I, yeah, I, like, I know what you mean like, by that. We're not in the same group of friends because no. we don't see each other every day. But at the same time, I can come over to your group and be like, hey, guys, what's up? That's and true. You guys all know me. Yeah. And we can chill and hang out. And it's like, and it feels normal. Mm-hmm. Or you can come over to my group. And it'll be the same way. Cause, for sure. And that's the crazy part about Stellicum is that. No matter who it is, you can just talk to them, and then it's not going to be weird. It's, it's it a, might be and, some people. And you, I think, yeah, it's 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 weird, but it's it's interesting because it's like that. It's a different. It shows you a different social dynamic when you're throwing people together mm-hmm. that have all had this, like you said, that kind of like we said before with like yeah. the, the traveling of the moving to different places lifestyle. Because yeah, definitely very similar on that. Like when I first came here. Uh, besides just the friendliness, I, I just also saw that people socialize very differently. Oh, yeah. Like, very differently. No, it, other it places, is. it's almost like, I don't know how to describe it, man, but it's, it was just oh, yeah, a different just, type of socializing. I think, I think here, like, if you're playing, like, basketball at the gym or something, and you see another group of people that you know from school, you like, hey, what's and up? you know them, yeah. you're not really going to say, hey, what's up? At different in different you know places in the states and the countries, you're mm-hmm. probably gonna be them. You're probably gonna see them and be like, okay, it's them. That's cool. And then you're gonna go back to playing for sure. But I think here in Silicon High School, especially, you know, you see someone out of school at the gym Damn, playing most, basketball. That is so true. It's like if I ever saw you, Javay, and all you guys play, and I'm at the gym by myself playing basketball, you guys are probably gonna invite me over and be like, hey man, come play with us. Yeah. Even though I'm not part of your group, I we, know we you guys. know we know you yeah. know me. And it's just crazy to think like that. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's always fun to play with more people. With For sure. It is. Um, but going back to it with Lance, you know, yeah. he was someone that was here for, like, maybe a good year, mm-hmm. like two years or so, and then he moved. And it was crazy because in that time that we knew him, we got to know him a lot. We got to hang out with him a lot. I didn't really get the pleasure of hanging out with him, like, every day. Mm-hmm. But just I got to go over to his house. I got to see how he is. You know, he's got a great mom and dad. And he's a single child, so you know, seeing him, I was kind of like a little bit spoiled. Got a big <laughs> ass TV in his room. He's got his own big ass bed. But at the same time, it's like I understand that your parents have helped you. And you, and going back to what we talked about earlier in this podcast, you know, him growing up as a kid, I can probably tell just from seeing his bedroom and everything, his parents solid, probably relationship. Yeah. And he's probably for the most point yeah and he's probably more yeah and he probably looks at them more as his mom and dad than as to being friends and that's the way (laughs) i look at my parents i see them more as friends yeah and the outcome of everything well you know it's like you said everybody has different relationship with their parents just based Mm -hmm. on how their parents have chosen to grow that relationship for sure not attacking you lance i'm just saying (laughs) that right i'm not attacking it just that's how i see it and at first i thought okay this kid's kind of spoiled but at the same time it's like he's the only kid Exactly. And it's way he, easier to focus yeah, on that, you know. And I can put tell, things in perspective. And know, I can tell always. he has worked his ass off to get what he wants. Maybe, maybe I don't know. That's just how I see it, mm-hmm. you know. And just being a single kid as well, you don't have a lot of kids to you know pay for it. To it's buy like one stuff focus, for. we can it's one put focus all our energy kid. into that. Yeah, 
and if it, and if the parents have good jobs and they're living in DuPont, then odds are they can afford to give Lance whatever he wants. Not that he's going to keep asking for stuff, but if he ever needs something, it's not like a, well, do I get him that, or do I get food for this night? It's more of a, yeah, I'll just get him it because I can. Mm-hmm. Or if he deserves it. You know, it's just crazy to think of kids like that, and to think that Stella comes a place where you can just introduce someone, you meet them, you socialize with them, and if they go, it's understandable. Like, yeah, you may miss them, but at the same time, we continue to go on mm-hmm. in this school, and it's crazy to think like that. It is pretty wild. If one day... You know, one of my best friends, like, if Jaden Colson were to just move away and go somewhere else, yeah, we'll all miss him. But it's not like we're going to stop and just, like... The whole world doesn't stop, yeah. Yeah, no, we're just going to move on. And, again, yeah, we'll miss him, but again... Again, another thing, like you said, that just teaches you the reality of life. Because mm-hmm. it's that way, and yeah. a lot of people don't think of it that way because they don't have to go experience that. Exactly. And I think another thing about me was that I only went to homecoming freshman year. I didn't go sophomore year. I didn't go junior year. I've never gone to Tolo. I've never gone to the winter formals. I went to prom last year and that's it. I went to two dances. I went to homecoming this year. Hey man, same here. Homecoming, <laughs> homecoming this prom year. Prom was my first high school dance yeah. ever. Homecoming this year, first date. Regret it. Hated it. I did not like it. There's, yeah. the, there's a whole 30 minutes I can probably go on about that. Yeah. I don't want to expose the person. I respect the person. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that went into that night that I felt like I should have been known ahead of time yeah. and I should have been able to make the decision of I don't want to go with you because what I feel isn't the same way how you felt about that night mm-hmm. and we're not friends anymore I don't want to talk to that person ever again because mm-hmm. I regret going homecoming with them not and not knowing the situation that they were feeling that night and that I was feeling and that makes me look like a bad guy but if I were to tell you what happened that night and what's happened with that friendship and that relationship with that one person you would be like, okay, I understand why you didn't want to go homecoming that night with that person and why you regret going and why I feel like I would also be in the same position as you. I would do the same thing. But, so yeah, I mean, homecoming, first date for a dance in high school. Like you said, it is, is um, <clears throat> what's it called? It's, it's like you said, at least like you didn't like it, but you're making the attempt of like, let, let me get the experience out of the way. Yeah. That's exactly, like... A lot of stuff you said is a big time, a big time, it's very much the same on how I view a lot of high school. Like, you know, I, I'm trying, like, I, I enjoy, I enjoy it for what it is, but I also accept that, like, this, the high school I left before and some of the experiences that I could have had are not what I'll have, you know what I mean? Like, this oh, yeah. is kind of the thing where I'm more focusing on, okay, what's next? Let me enjoy this last stage because I understand the privilege that comes along with it, which is being really free. Yeah. I mean, I work, but, you know, I don't have to go do an eight-hour shift Monday through Friday. Oh, yeah. I do part-time. You know, it's like yeah. I understand the privilege of being in school right now and not having to, to mm-hmm. stress about a, a lot of stuff. Um, yeah, at the but same, it, yeah, yeah, like... Yeah. And at, I the d- same, at the same time for me, though, mm-hmm. um, I don't have to work. I choose to work choose to, to have work. that extra money so exactly. I can go do the stuff I want and not have to beg my mom for money. And why not prepare yourself? Because I've, like... Yeah. At this age we're at, in this senior year, last semester, you know, like, it's time to really be on that. Because after this this, <clears throat> after this after year, everything is up to you. Even if you're going to college, like, all of it is a self-choice. Like, you're going to college, somebody's paying for it. Even if there's a scholar, like, there's money going in. It's not like it's the next thing. Like, mm-hmm. high school, middle school, it's all, it's required by law because you're a minor. Yeah. Is you're in 11th grade, you go to 12th grade. You know, if you don't, you're not getting a diploma or, you know, exactly. somebody from some kind of governmental position 
is going to call you up and be like, hey, why isn't your son or daughter enrolled into school? And it reflects you know? on the parents and not you, the choice that you make. Because exactly. you're still a minor and you're still with yeah. your parents. And, and the thing with it all is that my biggest point is just that after we graduate, it all becomes self-choice. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to go to school, college, I don't have to. If I want to go work full-time at McDonald's, I can do that if I want to. There might be judgment, but it's like, I can do what I want. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Life just changes. So... On, on that part, though, because I, I want to um, kind of wrap this up here. Oh, yeah. Is, um, and just, you know, yeah. with high school and everything, this is my last year, so I'm trying a lot of new things out. You know, I'm trying to go to as many. Get the know, experiences, for yeah, sure. Like the Jostens um, Leadership Conference. Never done it before. First time I'm going to do it. I want to do it because I want to experience it. Yeah. Um, so it's a good camp, camp, camp counselor. I did it last year. I loved it. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. It was so much fun. That's why I'm doing it again. And if you have the opportunity, you know, when you hear this podcast and camp hasn't started yet i would if you go to our school if you go to our school if you go to our school as well (laughs) definitely give it a try give it a try because it's such a fun experience maybe you don't like sixth graders maybe you don't want to socialize with sixth graders but at the same time though you get to be more of that adult and you get to look back and be like wow i was like this i was a kid and at the same time you also get to hang out at night with other counselors like it's not like you're just set in stone with the kids you also have freedom to go hang out as well Mm -hmm. and you know me trying all these different experiences and being more open this year i think definitely has has helped me a lot and it's definitely given me the idea of you know this isn't going to happen again you know this is my last year to try a lot of things from which people would understand it's my last year to try these things so i think hopefully people do get the idea of you know, and people would understand that this is your last year to try a lot of these things. Yeah. And if after this year, people probably wouldn't. It's too late. You can't. It's too do late. It again. And if you try doing it, people probably would look at you and be like, "Oh, you're not. You're not, not young. You're not young yeah. enough." Yeah. <laughs> it's sure. crazy to think about that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, just trying a lot of new things this year, getting out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely meeting new people. I think last year I started meeting new people, like such as you, mm-hmm. uh, Raymond, at lunch. I think that was coming. The lunch crew, I think, was, crew, it was becoming yeah. something for me. Like, true, I thought true. of it that way because that's yeah. the only time I ever saw you guys was mm-hmm. at lunch. It was like, I don't know these guys. Mm-hmm. I want to meet them. I want to get to know them. At first, I thought you were, like, some tough, badass kid. Me? Yes, because the way you looked in, like, my marketing <laughs> class when you first came in, you, were, you had such a serious face. I was like, I know, man. this guy's not fucking around. But then I meet you, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like oh, hi, my name is Cause. <laughs> I'm a really nice guy. I play basketball. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's like, you're cool, though. Well, that's why, yeah, um, I feel like we've talked about a lot of stuff. This is is definitely the longest episode I've done so far. I mean, I've only done two or three, but, And I think just, you know, meeting new people and everything is something that I wanted to do this year. Most definitely meet new people, get out of my comfort zone, um, try new things out. Yeah. And what you were saying, though, like, that's a big reason why I made this podcast. Mm -hmm. Another reason, um, like, I... Because I, I talked about this earlier, but it's another reason because it's like, like you said, it, sometimes like for me, like, oh, I thought that you're like this, this super serious dude that, you know, like doesn't mess around and fuck around, like whatever, like, yeah. but then you get to know the person and oh, yeah. it's like, you oh, wow. It's like, like, it's a whole different person. Exactly. And, and was, it's like that with everybody. You might see somebody yeah. down the street and you, and you're going to base your judgments off of what you see, mm-hmm. but you go talk to them and it's like, wow, like this person has been through this, that. And not, not racial profiling. I'm just going to say, no, 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 I wasn't trying to do that to you. It's just <laughs> the, the face you always made in class made me assume this guy is, yeah, is a, he's kind of, no, I can understand that. Cause I've gotten that from a lot of people. Yeah. Black people too, so you don't don't you don't have to feel bad about it. Yeah, but definitely, um, leaving off on that, 
you know, mm-hmm. what I've been trying to do this year. And I think... What, what Can we connect that to what... Do, um, what what are some of your things you're looking for in the future? Because I understand you want to go to college. What is something yeah. like career wise? So, maybe just anything, yeah. just things that so, interest you. If I'm going to college because I want to become a dental hygienist. Nice. That's the main goal, and the reasoning for that I think comes from my mom. And my yeah. mom, she wanted to be a surgical tech. I talked about that before. She wants to be a surgical tech when she went back into the army. Mm-hmm. I don't think she ever really got the job. There was a lot of stuff that she hated about the army, and that it had major influence do you feel like that's um a way of almost like picking up where she left off type of thing i think it is i think that's That's why you went i think that's the main reason plus i just you know my my tongue in my mouth sometimes like if i go to sleep i don't brush i'm like you know tastes like shit in my mouth (laughs) it's just like i'm always been interested in like having a clean mouth keeping my mouth clean always you know brushing i think that's a huge part of your day to day because i don't want to I don't want to talk to you and have, like, a shitty breath and have to listen <laughs> yeah. to you. I've who had, does, though? I've had real. kids in high school who have had, like, the worst breaths possible. And, and would they, you would you say that you, like, <laughs> would you say that um, it also maybe connects to, do you have, like, a um, a want or, like, a desire to, like, just help people? Because I, yeah. I, I always feel like people I, I in think, medical positions, yeah. if anything, the biggest motivation is just, like, I just want to have somebody... Mm-hmm have a lead a better you know I just want to help somebody out I think with my friends especially yeah I think throughout the years the friends that I've I've had I've always put them before my own needs yeah there's there was someone out there that I've always tried putting you know them before me I think this year I definitely learned a lot from that friend Mm -hmm. that best friend that person that I once loved a lot Mm -hmm. cared for a lot and I think after like countless times of feeling blown off not getting anything back from her like not like that relationship wise but just as a friend like maybe even like a heads up like hey don't wait after school for me yeah you know i'm not gonna be there and just that just happened more communication just, for just more communication from that person and just also yeah. more just like an interest in being friends like she she has talked about since i've known her i want to be your friend you know i feel like you're my only friend well if you feel that way then how come I don't see you all the time? How come I'm always seeing you for other people and you always tell you know them? What? And you always tell them, like, you're my best exactly. friend. Exactly. Well. And it's it all it all lines up with everything you've talked yeah. about, which has been, again, yeah. human nature, you know? Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like what I'm finding is you just have to accept people the way they are. Yeah. And people, I mean, I, I, genuinely, I, I genuinely do mm-hmm. mean people. I don't mean specific a, a person. I mean people because... In a way, everybody does a lot of similar things, yeah. you know. Um, so I, I guess, really, yeah, you just have to you just have to accept people the way they are and find ways to maneuver around how people are going to respond to things in general. But yeah, that um, is true. And because of that, yeah, I, I don't hate the person. I don't dislike the person. I still want to be friends with the no person. No grudges. But I believe that in this moment, I think mm-hmm. she also has a lot of responsibility that I don't have, mm-hmm. and that. That I don't need to have you know it's something that I think coming from my mom who sacrificed a lot for me I think there's a lot that I don't have to do but she has to do because her parents didn't sacrifice that much for her I think she's in the spot where she has to work harder than me mm-hmm. I think that's also another reason why so it's not that I just feel like oh like I'm judging her because like I dislike her or like oh you know I have negative thoughts for her because she can't hang out there have been times where I've been like yeah understand why you can't hang out you have your responsibilities mm. you have your you have your 
um, responsibilities and your job. You have your job. You have school as well. And for me, having school be easy for me, it might not be easy for you. You might have, you might be struggling in school more than I am. And I understand that. And I, ha- I have understood that. But I understand that in this moment, I don't want to push her to hang out. I don't want to push her to be like my best friend. I think at the time that we're in right now, graduating is the priority for many for people. Sure. And if that's not your priority, you have your priorities wrong. Because yep, you want to graduate and you want to have your um, set. your um, your diploma because yep. that's a huge impact on your life. Yep, and I think sure. that's her goal right now is to graduate, get the diploma, get into a college and just focus on college. And I think in college she'll have more free time. So I think as of right now, that's her goal and I fully understand that. And I'm not... I'm not saying that I'm not friends with her because I just don't want to be friends with her anymore. I'm saying I'm not friends with her because I think she needs to hear that and understand that I'm not going to be a distraction. I'm not going to be there. That she can just focus on herself. Yeah. I think... So, I'm not saying that I'm not friends with you because I don't want to be friends with you. I'm saying I'm not friends with you because I understand you need to hear that. You need to understand that I'm not going to bother you. I'm not going to distract you right now. Mm-hmm. And if once we graduate, if you want to be friends again and if you want to start talking again as friends and mm-hmm. become her best friend again... I understand, but as of right now, I think not only am I a distraction to her, but she's also been a distraction to me because I've been focusing too much on her. And because of that, um, caring for other people is something that has been my huge weakness, I think, growing up. Mm -hmm. But no matter how many times people have, you know, taken advantage of me, I've always continued to care for others. I think that's another reason why dental hygiene is definitely something I want to get into. And just my mom and that she never really got the chance to finish college and mm. get that job. In the a, lot, a lot of redemption type of stuff. There's a lot of things I want to do for my mom and dad. I think focusing on school, going to college, getting that job, moving out, and still, I don't want to move out and forget my parents. I still want to, like, from weekend to weekend, go and see them, say hi, you know. Mm-hmm. Let them understand that I just haven't left you completely. I'm still here. I think I definitely the only way to do that would also to be to leave at least for the first year of college because a lot of colleges in Washington they have you live on campus Mm -hmm. so it's not like I want to leave just because I want to it's I have to and hopefully they understand that when I leave for campus for the first year and that's why I want to become a dental hygienist because I I care for other people I really hate shitty breath and at the (laughs) same time I feel like it is something that I'm doing not only for myself but for others. But for others, and important, and most importantly, for my mom, because she never really had that chance. And I want to show her, like, hey, you have had 13 um, surgeries on your back. Your yeah. back is broken. Like, you you can't do a lot. You struggle getting out of bed, like, bed from time to time. <coughs> and, I, mm-hmm. and I hear her cry in the bedroom, you know, sometimes because, like, her back is in pain from the surgeries that she's had in the Army. And I want to be able to do this to say... You sacrificed those 20 years of being in the Army, busting your ass off for me to get that GI Bill, to mm-hmm. be able to retire. And I want to be able to show you that that wasn't for nothing, that for I'm sure. going to go to school to use that GI Bill that you sacrificed your ass for, and that I'm going to get the job that I want mm-hmm. with that because of you. And I think that's going to have you know a major impact on my mom looking at me and being like, like he fucking did it. Yeah, for sure. And... You know. Thank you for the really detailed analysis on that because that definitely that's one of the best explanations for why I want to do what I want to do type of thing. Yeah. From what I'm hearing from you. Yeah. And you know the more the mm-hmm. more passion and the more of 
a, a genuine reason for why you want to do whatever it is you want to do oh yeah is going to drive you way more when you're doing yeah. when you're going to school and studying that stuff but yeah true um, and, and that's the other thing about and people probably right now are probably thinking like yeah. oh well you don't have a plan your plan is just you want to like inspire and you want to like get redemption for your mom and go on to school how are you going to do that i have the gi bill exactly that you covers have, you me. have a, i a, have an opportunity an opportunity to, to go for it. and it's many not, people it's not yeah. out of and many people don't have that opportunity you know a lot of people they have to work in college and they have to when going to college you know they have a lot of responsibilities and everything but for me it's primarily that i have the gi bill i can go to college for free also get paid and i can go and get what i want without having to sacrifice anything because my parents have already sacrificed for me and because of that you know i have a plan and most importantly, I think my life-term goal after becoming a dental hygienist and saving money from that is definitely go see the seven wonders of the world. That's definitely something I want to do. That's my plan. That's who I am. You've, there's a lot more. We can probably go on for like two more hours, but long. you don't have time for that. Maybe I'll come back on another <laughs> I podcast. Would, I wish I, I did. Know. I wish I did, though. But Maybe maybe I'll come back on another yeah, podcast. Maybe, for sure. Go more in depth if I feel like it. It'd be I great can. to have you back on. Yeah. But if you could leave the audience and whoever's um, listening, you know, with uh, one piece of advice from something that you've learned and, mm-hmm. you know, just from your life experiences, what, what would you tell them? Focus on school. You know, I mean, a lot of people, I think right now, I always see it as well for people. They think, oh, school sucks. Oh, I hate school. I don't want to come here. But at the same time, I love coming to school because that's where you meet your friends. You understand the opportunity. And I also understand. I understand the opportunity that school gives me, you know. I mean, yeah, maybe you hate being at school, but at the same time, when you're hanging out with your friends, where'd you meet them? At school. That's true. You know? A lot of people in childhood hate school. But where'd you meet everybody you knew? Exactly, school. school. (laughs) And the people that you work with, probably right now, with your shitty-ass job that you hate, (laughs) where are they going? They're going to school, too. Yeah. Right with you. And that's where you see them. And then you make those connections. And with those people, you expand on to other people. And that's how you make all these friends. Yep. And there are, there's this one girl in my English class. I'm not going to say her name. I don't hate her. I know she's smart. <laughs> Socially, I think, you know, she says something that probably shouldn't be said. Mm-hmm. But she probably doesn't understand that. But at the same time, though, I know she's smart. And I know that she has a shitty job. And she hates it. And she's trying to get another job. Mm-hmm. I told her. Use me as a um, reference from uh, the job that I work at, which is McNamara's. Yeah. And I'm not saying that because I want you to work there. I'm saying that because I know you want to get out of that job. And if you never... help somebody out And we met at school. And if I never met you, you wouldn't wouldn't have have that that opportunity opportunity to go work at McNamara's. That reference. Exactly. So I think a lot of people look at school and they hate it. But at the same time, you have to understand school is so important in our lives. And we get to go for free right now. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of places that don't get to go free. So take advantage of school. You know, get in clubs, meet people, meet friends, become closer with those people, you know. Don't hold on to them because you probably might not have the opportunity. But if you do get the chance to hold on to someone, hold on to them, you know. School is very important, I think, in my life. I think after all the struggles I've had, you know, go to school. You know, enjoy it because it doesn't last forever. And then you're going to be probably in your apartment either in college or an apartment where you're going to have to go to work and you're going to be having a boring-ass life. You know, if you don't, and take advantage of school and take advantage of all the opportunities and fun that you can have. You know, play sports, get into clubs. Um, you know, if there's a program that you can get into, get into that program. You know, if you can go to it's great camp, for example, and that's your, go do it. It's fun. You'll meet new people and you'll start to learn more about those people because you're kind of isolated with them. And that's how I think you can expand. And never judge someone based on the way they look or the way they act because you don't fully know them where they come from. 
definitely don't use the whole example of my life sucks as an example, you know, as as a reasoning of why you're not trying in school. Mm. Use that as motiv- as motivation. And I've never once said that. Oh, you know, hearing about someone saying that their life sucks, I've never been like, oh, well, you know, fuck you, like my life is worse. I've never said that because I understand maybe yeah, you have a rough time, but at the same time, I probably had a rougher time. And I'm not gonna use that as a reason to attack you. I'm just gonna keep my mouth silent and be like. Yeah, they're struggling. They don't know what I've been through. But at the same time, though, you know, I've had a lot to go through as well. Mm-hmm. So and I use that as motivation. And I use it as inspiration. I like that. Well, thank you, Marcus, for being on the show. I appreciate having you on. Yes, sir. Um, hopefully, like you said, we can pick up this on another time. Uh, for yeah. everybody listening, this is kind of a, a new thing I'm trying out where uh, I know you guys are used to every Saturday I come up with my... 20 to 30 minute episode um this is going to be something where we have a little bit longer for people that might uh, prefer that where we go into a lot more detail about things but um yeah it's just a new idea i'm trying so bear with me as you know as i do that but yeah i hope you guys enjoyed and we'll catch you on the next episode and again don't hate me if you don't you know agree with everything i've said you know if you got a problem talk to me we'll talk we'll figure it out and you know we'll be reasonable and one hour special. Let's go. Woo. <laughs> there we go. All right. Catch you guys on the next episode. Bye. Hi, one more.